Blog Talk Radio.
Take it all away, take it all away till all that's left is true. And the sun slide down from heaven. Search me, search me. I'm open, I'm open. Search me, search me. Search me, search me. You're the only one qualified. You're the only one qualified. Cause you made me, you made me. Cause you made me.
Father God, I thank you for another opportunity, God, to sit before your people to tell them what thus is your Lord. I thank you, Lord God, for giving me the strength, God, to bring forth this message the way that you gave it to me, God, so that your people may be healed, so that your people may be delivered on tonight, God, in the name of Jesus, and most of all, God, so that your name may get the glory, in the name of Jesus, amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Political Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophetess Stacy. Thank you for taking the time to join me all tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Tonight, I would like to start off by saying, did you know that there are specific moments carved out in the word of God that are meant to not just promote your physical healing, but promote your emotional healing as well? Remember the Bible says, Beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health, just as I know your soul prospers spiritually. That's 3 John 1, verse 2 from the Amplified. What is your soul? Your soul is your mind, it is your will, and it is your emotion. Again, what is your soul? Your soul is your mind. It is your will, and it is your emotions. Granted, these are moments you probably never really gave any real thoughts to when reading your Bible. Nevertheless, we're going to look at three very powerful examples of healing moments in the Bible. Tonight, we're going to look at three very powerful examples of healing moments in the Bible, beginning with Peter. We're going to begin with Peter. Because, believe it or not, there is a moment of healing in the Bible that can help you through what you're going through. I said that there is a moment of healing in the Bible that can help you with what you're going through. Healing moments, tonight's message. 
So, do you remember when Peter said these words to Jesus? Do you remember when Peter said these words to Jesus? Peter declared, even if everyone else deserts you, I will never desert you. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, Peter, this very night, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. You will deny three times that you even know me. No, Peter insisted, even if I have to die with you, I will not. I will never deny you. Even if I have to die with you, I will never deny you. And all the other disciples vowed the same. And all the other disciples vowed the same. That's Matthew chapter 26, verses 33 through 35 from the NLT. In the NIV, Peter, Peter told Jesus, I will never disown you. He said, I will never disown you. But then Jesus gets arrested, and we're still in Matthew 26. But then Jesus gets arrested, and we're still in Matthew 26. Those who had arrested Jesus took him to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the teachers of the law and the elders had assembled. Peter followed him at a distance, right up to the courtyard of the high priest. He entered and sat down with the guards to see the outcome. That's Matthew 26, verses 57 through 58. That's Matthew 26, 57 through 58. I'm just going to walk you slowly through this, the way that Lord gave it to me, from the NIV. Then the moment Jesus predicted happened. Somebody said, then it happened. Peter denied him. Peter disowned him multiple times. Now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard, and a serving girl came to him. You also were with Jesus of Galilee, she said, but he denied it before all of them. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Then he went out to the gateway where another serving girl saw him and said to the people there, this fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath. I don't know the man. After a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, surely you are one of them. Your accent gives you away. I love that part. Surely you are one of them. Your accent gives you away. Then he began to call down curses, and he swore to them, I don't know the man. Immediately, a rooster crow. And then Peter remembered. This is so sad. He remembered the word Jesus had spoken. Before the rooster crows, you would disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Matthew 26. Verses 69 through 75. That's Matthew 26, verse 69 through 75 from the NIV. So thankful. I'm so thankful weeping is just a temporary state. And many of you should be thankful too that weeping is just a temporary state. For the Bible declares, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Psalms 30 and 5. So here comes Peter's healing moment. Remember, that's what we're talking about tonight, healing moments. 
specifically healing moments in the Bible. So here comes Peter's Peter's healing moment. And somebody, this is that moment you can finally stop crying. And somebody, this is that moment when you can finally stop crying. Finally be at peace with yourself. This is that moment. Oh, yes, this is that moment when you can finally stop crying. Finally be at peace within yourself. After Peter had went back on his word and denied Jesus, disowned Jesus, the Bible says, at that moment, the Lord, who was being led through the courtyard by his captors, turned around and gazed at Peter. At that moment, the Lord, who was being led through the courtyard by his captors, turned and gazed at Peter. That's Luke 22, verse 61 from the Passion Translation, the TPT. He gazed at Peter as though to say, it's okay. I knew this would happen. Remember what I told you. He gazed at Peter as though to say, it's okay. I knew this would happen. Remember what I told you. Later on in John 21, I'm not going to read all of that. I'm just going to tell you what happened. Later on in John 21, Jesus reinstates Peter. Jesus reinstates Peter. Reinstates, meaning he restored him back. Glory to God, he restored him back as his disciple. And he gave him the assignment of loving and caring for his sheep. Peter found healing and closure in just one gaze from Jesus. Peter found healing and closure in just one gaze from Jesus. Even though it still tore him up on the inside, even though it still tore him up on the inside, every time he thought of what Jesus had said. Somebody, you're in a desperate need of closure. Somebody, you're in desperate need of closure. You will give anything just for a moment of healing between you and your mother, a moment of healing between you and your biological father. But for whatever reason that can't happen, you're desperate in need of closure. You will give anything for a moment of healing between you and your mother, a moment of healing between you and your biological father. But for whatever reason, that can't happen. Somebody else, your biological father, denied you. He denied your identity, said you are not his. He denied your identity. He said that you were not his. Now, because of one man's ignorance, now, because of one man's ignorance, you feel disowned by the whole family. Take comfort. I want you tonight to take comfort in knowing Jesus can identify with your pain. Jesus can identify with your pain. Not only did Peter deny him, disown him, he did it three times publicly. Not one time publicly, he did it three times publicly. And even before that, the Bible says, he, meaning Jesus, he came to his own people, and even they rejected him. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. John chapter 1, verse 11, from the New Living Translation. So Jesus definitely knows what you're going through. Somebody, so Jesus definitely knows what you're going through. 
Beloved, be healed of your rejection issues on tonight. Somebody, beloved, be healed of your rejection issues on tonight. Jesus knows how you're feeling. Embrace your healing. I want you to embrace your healing, your closure, knowing that you have a place in Jesus, a position in Jesus that's yours for the asking. Let him, beloved, let him restore you. The psalmist said, Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. And that's how you should feel about your situation. Though my mother, your mother, and your father forsake you, though your father and your mother forsake you, the Lord will receive you. That's Psalms 27 and 10. That's Psalms 27 and 10 from the NIV. He will receive you to himself tonight. He will receive you to himself tonight. From the ESV, the English Standard Version, it says, For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. But the Lord will take me in. He wants to take you in. Hear me tonight. He wants to take you in. You have family. Yes, you do. You have family. And your family begins with Jesus. You have family, and your family begins with Jesus. So the next time somebody asks you about family, tell them you have a brother, and his name is Jesus. But not only is he your brother, he's your Savior. Not only is he your Savior, he's your best friend. He's your confidant. Glory to God. Moving on. Let's look at another healing moment in the Bible. Let's look at another healing moment taken taken from John 8. The woman's name is not given. And many times in the Bible when I see that the name is not given, immediately I think that the name is not given because there could have easily been either one, any, any one of us in that situation. So the name is not given so we can easily put ourselves in that situation. Let's look at John 8. The, as I said, the woman's name is not given. Only the sin she's accused of is named. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees brought in a woman caught in adultery. They made her stand before the group and said to Jesus, Teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. In the law of Moses, it commanded us to stone such women. It commanded us to stone such women. Now, what do you say? Now, what do you say? They were using this question as a trap. They were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him, in order to have a basis for accusing Jesus. But Jesus bent down, but he bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, let any one of you who is without sin be the first one to, to throw a stone at her. Let any one of you who is without sin be the first one to throw a stone at her. Again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. At this, those who heard began to go away one at a time, the older ones first. 
until only Jesus, until only Jesus was left with a woman still standing there. Only Jesus was left with a woman still standing there. And I love how he dealt with her. Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you. Jesus declared, Go now and leave your life of sin. Go now and leave your life of sin. I read in your hearing John 8, verses 3 through 11 from the NIV. Here this woman was caught in a lifestyle that had been exposed. Here this woman was caught up in a lifestyle that had been exposed, made to stand before a group of people. Imagine how humiliating that was. Imagine how humiliating that was to have to stand before a group of people who were only using her to get at Jesus. And that makes it even worse. They were only using her. Really, it wasn't even about her. They were just using her to get at Jesus. They made her feel ashamed, totally humiliated and afraid. So she's standing before Jesus, knowing she could be stoned to death for the choices she has made with her life. She's standing before Jesus, and she knows that she could be stoned to death for the choices she has made with her life. Her life flashing before her eyes. She stands before Jesus alone now. Her accusers haven't ran away. After Jesus told them the truth about themselves, that's what I love. He told them the truth about themselves, and they couldn't stand it, and they up and ran away. They up and ran away when he told them that they were not worthy, not one of them, to, to throw a stone at her. Because remember, the Bible says, all have sinned. Not some, all, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's Romans 3 and 23, NIV. But still, for this woman who shall remain nameless, her healing moment came when Jesus didn't condemn her. Her healing moment, which is what we're talking about, her healing moment came when Jesus didn't condemn her, but allowed her to walk away. But he allowed her to walk away, even though, even though he knew, he knew, he knew she was guilty. That's why he said, go now and leave this life of sin. Go now and leave this life of sin. He knew. Somebody, you've made so many bad choices. Let's be honest. Somebody, you've made so many bad choices you're ashamed of. So many things you're afraid Jesus will condemn you for. You know it's a sin, but it, it but it has become your lifestyle. You know it's a sin, but it has become your lifestyle. You want to be delivered from sexual addiction. Somebody, you want to be delivered from sexual addiction, healed from loneliness, and always feeling like you need the love and attention of the opposite. You want to be delivered from sexual addiction, Heal from loneliness and always feeling like you need the love and attention of the opposite sex. Be healed knowing that you are condemned. Be healed knowing that you are not condemned. Though you have multiple accusers, none of them can judge. Because remember, we have all fought a sin and fallen short. Romans 3, Romans 3 and 23. So even though you... Even though you have multiple accusers, 
none of them can judge. This is your healing moment. Hear me. This is your healing moment. Your moment to be released from your present as well as your past. Somebody, this is your moment to be released not just from your present present, but from your past. Go now, in the words of Jesus, go now and leave this life of sin. Go now and leave this life of sin. You can start over. You can start over. The last healing moment we're going to look at for tonight, I'm going to paraphrase it for the sake of time. It comes from Genesis 16. This is about Hagar. Hagar runs away from Sarai because she was being mistreated. Hagar runs away from Sarai. From Sarai because she was being mistreated. And the angel of the Lord finds her. So she gave the name name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me. For she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. Genesis 16, verse 13. Genesis 16 to 13, NIV. Her healing moment came. Just from knowing that the Lord sees her, sometimes we have to. We need to know. We have to know. We need to know that we're not invisible to God. That He sees us. That His eyes are on us. And that's when she got her healing moment. Just from knowing that the Lord sees her, that He's aware of her at all times, because the angel didn't seem to have a problem tracking her. Because the angel. That's how I know. That the Lord was watching her Because the angel that he sent Didn't have a problem tracking her down He didn't have a problem tracking her Somebody Somebody in closing Take this as your healing moment I want you to take this as your healing moment Your moment to heal Knowing that the Lord sees you I need you to know that the Lord sees you That he's aware of you That you matter to him His eyes are never far from you His eyes are never far from you The Bible says the eyes of the Lord Are on the righteous The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous And his ears are attentive To their cry Not only does he see Does he see you But he hears your cry That's Psalm 34 and 15 Psalm 34 and 15 from the NIV. And I'm going to put some of these scriptures. I feel displayed. I may not put them all, but I'm going to put some of these scriptures up on social media because I feel like some of you need to go over them again and get them in your spirit so that you can truly heal and be delivered. There's nothing like the Word of God to find you where you are and heal you and deliver you. And I'm decreeing and declaring that over somebody's life tonight that you will be healed and delivered. He sees what you're going through, how you're being treated, and by whom the mistreatment has occurred. He sees what you're going through, how you're being mistreated, how you're being treated, and by whom the mistreatment has occurred. They're not getting away. Hear me? They're not getting away with anything. Oh, no, no. They're not getting away with anything. God sees. As Hagar said, you are the God who sees. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for healing, for closure, for divine acceptance. Thank you for healing, for closure, for divine acceptance, for bringing deliverance to rejection issues, breaking addiction, sexual addiction, etc. For breaking the spirit of loneliness off of somebody. Because, beloved, you are not lonely. Jesus is a brother that sticks 
Jesus is a friend that sits closer than a brother, so how can you be lonely? You are not lonely as a spirit, and I break that spirit of loneliness off of you on tonight. It would be nice to have the love and the attention of the opposite sex because that's the way Jesus made us. That's the way God made us. But it's not mandatory for your life. And I decree and declare that you will not stay in that obsessive mode. You will not stay in that obsessive mode like you just have to have that. All you really need is Jesus. All you really need is Jesus. And if he sends you somebody else, receive them as such. But if not, all you need is Jesus to get through what you're going through. All you need is Jesus and to know that he sees you and to know that he accepts you and and to know and to know that he will never deny you or disown you the way your people have, but he, re- he will receive you unto himself. The word of God that I read for you tonight says he will take you in. And Father God, in addition to all of that, we thank you tonight for breaking the hand of the abuser, breaking the hand of the abuser, of the accuser of the brethren, the devil, as he's commonly known. Thank you for seeing, knowing, being aware of us, restoring us, restoring us, reinstating us in you, reinstating us in you. In Jesus' name, amen. God told me to call out a couple additional scriptures. God told me to call out a couple additional scriptures on healing. He wants you to remember Psalms 147 and 3 from the Amplified. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up the wounds, healing their pain and comforting their sorrow. That's Psalms 147 and 3 from the Amplified. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, healing their pain and comforting their sorrow. Also, he wants you to remember Jeremiah 30, verse 17 from the Amplified. For I will restore health to you, for I will restore health to you, and I will heal your wounds, says the Lord, because they have called you an outcast saying, this is Zion. No one sees her, and no one cares for her. Psalms 107 and 20 from the Amplified. He sent his word and healed them, like he's doing on tonight. God sent his word to you on tonight through Philippi to heal you. He sent his word and healed them and rescued them from their destruction. The last verse that the Lord wants you to remember healing first is Exodus 15, verse 26 from the King James Version. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. I pray on tonight that somebody could feel this word and that you are gleaning, receiving from this word. This concludes tonight's message. If you're in need of prayer or Bible-based consultation, you can always call or text 865-408-8690. That's 865-408-8690 or email prolificfire at gmail.com. Or you can just email prolificfire at gmail.com. However, if you're on the phone lines right now, via Block Talk Radio, 
and you have a specific prayer request that's unrelated to what we just prayed about, what the Lord just brought his word about, because you should have received that by faith. If your prayer request is something different, here's the phone rules for tonight. Pay attention. This is very important. I want you to get your prayer request in your head. Get your prayer request in your head and press 1. Press 1. Press 1 on your phone. Press 1 on your phone now. I will call out your area code so that you will know that you're about to be on the air and nothing more, just your area code. But wait, 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 wait. Until you hear me say hello, wait till you hear me say hello and properly greet you before you start talking. That way, not only will God hear your prayer request, but I will hear it as well and proceed accordingly. Now the announcements. If you need this ministry's PayPal info or Cash App info, you can access the PayPal by going to paypal.me slash prolific fire. What I love about PayPal it can be used overseas as well, internationally. PayPal accepts it all. Or if you're right here in the United States, you can cash out. The ministry is on cash app. It's a dollar symbol in the ministry's name, which is prolific fire. The P and prolific, prolific is capital. The F and fire is capital written all together. Dollar symbol, prolific fire. If you see a cash app with a, with a sword, with some fire coming out of it, you indeed have the right cash app. This, that is this ministry's official logo. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at Prolific Fire on Instagram at Property Station. Like the Prolific Fire Ministry Facebook page. Check out ProlificFire.com. Everything that I name just now can be done on the website if you desire to do so. Also, check out, check into sponsoring a child through World Vision. I sponsor eight children through World Vision. I'm not asking you to sponsor eight. But I will be pleased, delighted, overjoyed if you would just reach out to one child and help them have a better life. If you need to, you can call me at the number 865-408-8690, and I will explain the details to you. Or you can go right there on the website. Everything that you need is right there on the website to know about that. And you can become a sponsor with me. Not only do I sponsor children through World Vision, I am a World Vision Child Ambassador looking to connect wonderful sponsors with wonderful children that need to be sponsored. Also, there's a program on the website called Train the Pain because we all have some kind of pain that we need to train to work for us. So if you want your pain to work for you, the program is only $20. Even in 2021, the Lord still told me to keep it at $20. So it's $20. You can register for that, and I will be ministering to you one-on-one. The program, the principles, the biblical principles. If you don't want biblical principles, then I'm not the one. But if you want it biblical, want to know what God is saying, then the program is for you, and I would be honored to minister to you in his name, for his sake, for his glory. If you don't get your prayer request in on tonight for whatever reason, but even if you do, still join us. On Faith on the Line with Prophets Paid is a time of prayer and encouragement. Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. That's 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific, Friday night. Faith on the Line with Prophets Paid. You can call the number that many of you call tonight. Thank you. 347-426-3782. 347-426-3782. Your prayer request will be taken there, too, so call in. It's a rich atmosphere. 
of prayer. And in that type of atmosphere, you are bound to receive something from the Lord. Something from the Lord. You can't miss in a healing atmosphere like that. In a prayer rich atmosphere like that. Deliverance can take place. Healing can take place in an atmosphere like that. So join us. Then join me back here on Prolific Fire. Same night time and place when the message will be. You can't rebuke them for everything. You simply cannot. You cannot rebuke them for everything. That's going to be a very, very interesting word. I'm still getting revelation about it. The Lord is still releasing about it. So come back and join me on Monday night, 10 Eastern, 9 Central, 7 Pacific. Same nighttime and place, prolific fire. And the vision statement for prolific fire is prolific fire seeking to help you when you hurt, which means, which simply means, we deal with real issues using the Bible as a reference. With all of that being said, I'm coming to the phone line. To God be the glory. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.